What is going on with it everybody? Welcome to another phenomenal episode of Chasing Greatness and as promised you will not want to miss this new episode. Listen I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. Stay tuned, subscribe, download, share this with your friends because I promise you do not want to miss this episode and many more to come. Take care everybody, stay blessed up and keep chasing your greatness. Hey everybody, my name is Joanna. I am the editor and producer of Chasing Greatness. And today, Antonio has graciously handed over the reins to me to do this week's show. I'm very excited to be here today to do this for you guys. And we've got an amazing show lined up for you today. We are going to dive into some of the biggest fad diets and talk about what is good with them, what is really bad with them, and what are you missing in your body as far as nutrients with each of these diets. Now, as a disclaimer, I am not a dietitian. I'm a podcaster. But in doing some research for this particular show, it was really interesting to see exactly what diets, and there's a lot of them out there that people are religiously following and how bad they are for you. So if you decide that you're going to do something like the keto diet or the paleo or anything like that, just please seek the help of a dietitian or professional so that they can talk to you about the options and exactly what that's going to do to your body. So let's dive in, shall we? Now, the first one we're going to talk about is vegan and vegetarianism. Now, I wouldn't necessarily consider this a diet more than I would consider it a lifestyle. And it's really interesting because currently my mother is doing the Daniel Fast for Lent. And for those of you who don't know what the Daniel Fast is, it is a essentially a fast of a lot of pleasurable foods. So a lot of the foods are very plain and bland. You're pretty much deprived of a lot of processed things. Um, there is no soy. It's, it's pretty basic. But the reason why I bring this up when we talk about vegan and vegetarianism is because that is pretty much what you're doing because you've cut out all of the beef and chicken and, and whatnot. Now, vegetarianism is a really great lifestyle if you can figure out how to balance your diet because a lot of foods have a lot of great health benefits. The problem with a lot of vegetarians is that when they cut out the meat from their diet, they're also cutting out a lot of the protein and they aren't necessarily finding ways to to make up for that in the different foods, fruits and vegetables and beans. And so with the elimination of a major food group, you, you find yourself in problems. And so a lot of the vitamins and minerals that might be deficient because of a vegan or vegetarian lifestyle include things like protein and iron, zinc and iodine, calcium, vitamin D, vitamin B12. And we can honestly spend a whole episode talking about vegan versus vegetarian and whatnot. But vegetarians are a little less at risk than vegans for nutrient deficiencies because they still may eat some dairy, eggs, or fish. 
But again, that depends on what level of veganism or vegetarianism that you've decided to go with. The second thing I want to talk about is, in my opinion, it's not supposed to be a diet, but it seems to turn into a diet and it is not healthy. And that is a juice cleanse. Juice cleanses are really only supposed to last a few days, maybe a week at most, maybe two weeks. And the thing about a juice cleanse, and a lot of people did what they call it, the lemonade diet. And the lemonade diet was lemon juice, organic maple syrup, and cayenne pepper and water. And essentially, it was just to flush out all of the toxins in your body. Now, the thing about that is you lose a lot of water weight. Essentially, what you're doing is dehydrating your body. And that's where the problem lies. If you do that for a couple of days, yeah, you clean out your colon, you're you're doing a giant flush, all the toxins are out, you end up in a state of ketosis, and it's fine. But when you start doing it for longer than a week, longer than two weeks, you are drying your body out. You are dehydrating yourself. And that is not good. I remember there was this article about somebody who had did a cleanse and had did it for almost a year. And it went well past the time where he should have stopped because he went from kind of being overweight to looking healthy and losing some of the weight that needed to be lost. And then his body just started deteriorating to the point where he had went to a party and people had wondered if he was going through chemotherapy because he looked so bad because his body was just completely depleted of everything. Now, I'll be honest, I have done a juice cleanse for complete vanity reasons. I did one for four days before I was heading to a three-day pool party concert and wanted to look decent in a bikini. So yes, have I done a cleanse like this? I have. I hated this cleanse. And the reason for that is, is because I actually like to work out and I use working out as a way to relieve stress. When I did this cleanse, my first two days, I was miserable in the fetal position. I could not do anything other than just sit there and be unhappy. So if you're somebody who likes to work out, don't do this cleanse. Maybe start drinking a cup of water with lemon in it before you go to bed and right when you wake up and use that part as a cleanse. Make sure that you get your eight cups of water a day, but to put your body through something like a juice cleanse, especially when you're not trying to lose five or six vanity pounds, that can actually be a problem on your body. So Juice cleanses work for very temporary vanity pounds. I need to lose. I've got a week before I need to fit into this dress or I need to look good because me and the boys are going to the lake. Those pounds. But don't use this as some kind of permanent diet or something that you're going to do for longer than a week because it has very negative effects on your body. And I know you guys out there are wondering, Yes, I did gain those few vanity pounds back a couple of weeks after the pool party. And that's only really because I went back to eating food. And that was one of the things that wasn't happening during this diet. The next one that I want to talk about is 
something that's really popular right now. A lot of people seem to be on it, and that is the ketogenic diet. Now, the ketogenic diet or the keto diet is a diet that's low in carbs, kind of moderate in protein, but very high in fat. And it has the potential to be incredibly successful. A lot of people that I know who've done the keto diet, it does work for them. And essentially, it's because you're cutting out a few food groups. But there's a couple of problems with this particular plan. Number one is it's incredibly restrictive. And the one thing about doing diets, if you definitely want to stick with them, you need something that is not restrictive. You need something that you're not going to feel like it's a huge change to your lifestyle, especially if you're somebody who is constantly trying to find new diets because you're a cereal dieter. The keto diet does not work for people like that. Because when you have cheat days and you get out of ketosis, now you've got a problem because now it takes you a couple of days to get back in. And you realize at that point, you really do love olive loaf and French fries and pasta. And no matter how much you noodle a zucchini, it's not the same as spaghetti. So keep that in mind. The keto diet is again, good for quick results. I've known a lot of people who've lost 20, 30, 50 pounds on the keto diet, but the problem that came up was their cholesterol shot up because you're doing such a high fat diet that it really creates some other health issues. So again, keto is not something that's really sustainable because when all is said and done, your body is still going through changes and it's wreaking havoc on your health. So again, this is something that if you're looking for, hey, I've got to lose the 20 or 30 pounds and I'm going to be on keto for a month or two, then okay. But this is not something, again, this is not a lifestyle. This is a diet. This is a fad diet even that requires you to make a lot of sacrifices and that it's not necessarily very healthy for you. The trick here, again, is a lot of water is needed for the keto diet, but I'm not suggesting this diet either. Now, another diet that a lot of people seem to be jumping on the bandwagon for, and it's in in that same kind of way, is the, the paleo diet. Now, the paleo diet, or also known as the caveman diet, attempts to put people back to the basics by emphasizing natural non-processed foods. Um, it's not meat heavy and it excludes dairy, grains, certain types of beans, and they're all kind of important for well-rounded diet. Again, this goes back to, you could do this diet, but you're going to be missing a lot of protein. And that's something that your body needs. You, you need the protein. This is, again, comes, goes back to what are you taking out of your diet and are you putting vitamins in there to supplement that? And how is this working with your workout regimen? How is your body being affected by this? If you've taken protein out of your diet and you're still going to the gym two hours a day, how is your body adjusting to that? There are so many other diets that we could cover in this show, but it is 
they they get complicated. And let's be honest, the more complicated the diet is, the less likely you are to stick with it. Having a diet or doing a diet is not as beneficial as actually changing your healthy eating plan and changing your lifestyle. Lifestyle changes work. Dieting does not. That's why there's so many diets out there. And they all have got minor tweaks here and there. And it's just because people realize, hey, I'd love to do keto, but I like pasta. So you end up on something like the Mediterranean diet instead, where you cut out all of the fats and you can have pasta. Problems with the Mediterranean diet is that it is so restrictive. There's just so much out there that needs to be taken out. And if you are cutting things out of your diet, that is not something that's going to be sustainable. So let's spend a second thinking about how we can eat healthy without having to diet because healthy eating is a lot better for you than dieting. And the first thing you want to do is choose foods in their most whole and natural form instead of processed foods. Real strawberries taste way better than processed strawberries. We all know that. Use a guide to fill your plate for meal plans. So there's apps like My Plate out there that'll help you figure out how much you need of each thing. So how much how much vegetables you need, how much starch you need, how much protein you need. Use something like that, especially if you are trying to eat healthy and you've not done that before and you don't even know where to start. Using an app to help you meal prep or at least explain to you what a balanced meal should look like is incredibly important and it will help you in the long run. A lot of people eat bad so long that they don't know how to eat good. So even when they're at that point where they're ready to do that, they can't figure out how to. So having an app out there that helps you and guides you is really great. One of the things out there, if you're willing to put the effort into, is an app called Noom. And Noom is really good with helping switch your mindset so that you're not dieting, but you're looking at what you eat and how you eat it and making adjustments that way. Another thing that really works is keeping a food journal. Food journals are great. Food journals help you because when you have to write down that you ate half a carton of black walnut ice cream, that hurts a little bit as opposed to saying, okay, I had two scoops of black walnut ice cream. Why not have two scoops every day when you instead of the carton on day one? Switch out sugary beverages like soda and sports drinks for water. And a lot of people out there don't like to drink water. But what I have done is I switched to sparkling water and would put stuff in my sparkling water. So I have sparkling water with lemon. I have it with fruits like raspberries and blackberries. I absolutely love it. I don't miss sugary drinks at all. But I was never really a soda person anyway. So switching the sodas out for for water is good. And if you decide that you're going to buy sparkling water, make sure that all that you're getting is sparkling water. I made the mistake. I used to be a huge fan of San Pellegrino uh, sparkling water. And then I realized there was a ton of stuff in it that wasn't what I wanted. I just wanted water and maybe an essence of grapefruit or something like that. But when I looked at San Pellegrino, it had a lot of other things in that. So 
Be careful, especially if you decide to just get sparkling water by the case or whatnot, but instead of having one of those machines that make it for you. So instead of getting a soda stream, you decide to get uh, cases of water. Make sure that the water that you're getting is just water and not water with 16 other things in that. And that 16 other things also include sugar. So be on the lookout for that. Get enough sleep and do things to de-stress your body. A lot of times people mistake hunger for something else. So you're bored and so you decide to eat. You're tired and you decide to eat. You're agitated and you decide to eat. That is the problem. So get ample amount of sleep. Have enough fruits and vegetables in your body and get some physical activity, that's all going to help you in the long run to be able to eat healthy, to be healthier, and we can hopefully avoid doing some of these diets. Let's be honest, everybody starts at different points, especially when you're trying to make a lifestyle change. The great place to start is to get back to whole natural foods and increase your fruits and vegetable consumption and cut out the sugary drinks. Once you do that, and I'm not saying you're going to feel great the first week because you probably aren't, your body is going to have to readjust. But once that happens, you are going to feel amazing. If you just cut out the sodas and the six cups of coffee and maybe just do one or just a cup of tea or something like that, if you cut all of that stuff out and instead of when you're snacking, grabbing that candy bar, you get carrots or something a little healthier, you're going to be amazed at how much better you feel. So I want to take this time to thank you so much for listening to this episode of Chasing Greatness. Antonio should be back next week with another amazing episode for you. Again, don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast please leave us a review. And if you are looking for some extra help with your fitness goals or to help you change your lifestyle or to help you meal prep or to go through things like that, don't forget to sign up for our Patreon account as well as contact Antonio directly. You can visit us online at truthinresultstraining.com. Again, that is truthinresultstraining.com. Have a great week and we will see you next week.